Yeah, I mean, it's just me who hasn't opened it in, I don't know, when was the last time we recorded? Uh, about a month ago. About a month then. That, that can't be right. Mm hmm. I see it listed as we recorded that on 11-12-23. No, that sounds right. Because then I think it was Thanksgiving, and then it was something else, and then it was Christmas. Oh, why did we make those notes? Oh my god, you're right. November 12th. Okay. It's been, as the kids say, a hot minute. Wow, I did not realize. Okay, okay. Ah, well, I'm keeping in the opening bit where I just discussed, you know, how long it's been since we recorded just for a while. Oh, you mean like a forever? Yeah. <laughs> uh, hello, all. This is just a little bonus episode because health issues have forced most of our other hosts out. And by that, I mean... uh. One person has health issues, and one person is happy that they were invited to go to a different game store than usual so they could play absolutely disgusting decks without fear of being punched by the regulars. Take a wild guess who's who. Um, I, I never thought Matt would be the one to get punched by regulars by playing the most vile decks. Matt absolutely does strike me as the kind of person who if just given infinite cards, would come up with something and then get bored. Yeah, it'd probably be a mill deck. Fuck mill decks. Uh, I think I used to play mill decks in my old days, but also there do there weren't a lot of strategies back when I was playing. That's fair. Back in the old days of when it was new. I played from Ice Age through Onslaught. See, like... I played a little bit before, got some Ice Age stuff, and then it was, and then just a break to like maybe a year or two ago. Yeah, I really shouldn't have looked that up. Onslaught Block was 2002 through 2004. That sounds right. Ugh. Literally been 20 years. A time is a cruel, cruel thing. Mm hmm. <laughs> As I could tell, I say, sitting on an exercise ball to try and strengthen my back and core muscles. Or you could just have good posture. I could have good posture, but that's not going to help right now when my back is torn up and my chair is making my leg go numb as I use it. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, and you know, that could be the start of a hernia. We'll see. Yeah, I don't recommend? Do not recommend hernias. Hot take, 2024. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I have just been... Well, hell, what have you been up to? Because we don't usually get to do a lot of grousing on mic without someone who expects us to talk about the things that we're actually supposed to be podcasting about interrupting us. That's dumb. Why would you do that? Who wants <laughs> to be on topic for a podcast? Well, that is why we have the bonus episodes. Hey, pay us uh, $1 a month to hear those, anyone who's listening to this. Yeah, where there's where we're diving into the extended Clerks universe. That's, That's true. Anime. We are going to come around to the Clerks animated series. It is on the list. I own a copy of that somewhere. Oh, I I've got it. I don't know where, but I have it. 
I've got. I'm not surprised. I have that and the Clone High DVDs from the old days. I didn't even know they made DVDs for that, but I've also never seen Clone High. Clone High is wonderful. I've heard that. Um, I, I can put it on my list of of things to watch at some point that I never get to. Oh, good news. We're going to force the host to watch that at some point. Oh, yeah, that was brought up for a bonus at some point. That's right. Mm-hmm. Was that just back and back, back to back with Clerks Animated Series? Yeah, we were actually thinking of making a whole season of that. <laughs> Why not? They're Canadian. Canadians can be anime, too. Totally Spies counts. Totally Spies is coming back this year. Is it, though? The trailer dropped. Is it, is it really? The trailer dropped. Season oh, 6. I, I, I missed the trailer drop. I, I thought for some point it got, like, cursed and there was some, like, AI or, like, NFT something, or maybe I'm just... Oh, no, they announced it uh, a year or two back, and uh, the trailer dropped uh, a couple days ago. Oh, I thought there was something bad that happened with it, where I went, that's sad, and then went about my day. Nope. We don't have a network attached yet that I know of in the U.S., but they've also been putting all of the stuff on their YouTube channel, including that trailer, so... Huh. Do you know what's funny? What? Tell me what's funny. Totally Spies is under the YouTube Kids banner. <laughs> yep. Well, I mean, they can't just change it now that they know. It is PG. Look, look, once you, you can't just take it away. You can't just be like, no, no, no. Now we understand the mistakes that children's cartoons have done. And I suppose it's also less damning when you know some of the other things under the YouTube Kids label, like AI-generated Garden of Ban-Ban footage, but... That's fair. Is, yeah, I, I would. I don't even assume YouTube Kids even, like, works. Oh, it works. For someone. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know who actively uses it, or that it does anything, like, as it's supposed to. It's too bad we don't have either of the parents on this recording. <laughs> Can you imagine how quickly this would go off the rails if we talked about Chris subjecting his kid to YouTube Kids? That, that just seems like a form of punishment, honestly. For us or for the listeners? Yes. Yeah, I've been thinking a lot about parenting in the modern age because a few different people I listen to have been having kids and, you know, friends of mine, etc. Chris and Matt. but. The most I thought about it was one guy talking about how he loves vampire survivors because it's the kind of thing you can play with, you know, a baby cradled in one arm and just use the other hand. That's but true. He has to turn his child away from the screen because he doesn't want every receptor in the baby's head burned out by watching vampire survivors. <laughs> It's very funny to me, but also probably not inaccurate. That, that's true. Speaking of vampire survivors, my, my first hot take of 2024. Mm -hmm. um, um, I actually like Howl Cure better. I, I think it uh, did um, interesting gameplay changes that make it more enjoyable to do a run-in. 
I like it. I've just started playing it in December. It's not bad. But I do also have the thing where I think the synergies, at least with the unlocks I have, are much less interesting, and there is a much higher grind factor. That's fair. I I think I just like that the, that the unlocks are less esoteric. See, I'm the kind of sicko who does do the seven-weapon or two-weapon builds in Vampire Survivors. I have been the person who would leave the thing on until your computer starts to overheat farming money. So, I want to see the sicko stuff, and Hollow Cure has less of the sicko stuff. That's fair. I guess that's kind of a different taste thing. But, Hollow Cure does also have a lot of more interesting character builds, given that most of them are somewhat distinct. And yeah, that is yeah something... the, like, the distinction with, like, um, pad, like, Character-specific passive traits and stuff are real fun. And yeah, even the just fact like... that you have the skills and the passives and the weapons, that's something different. Indeed. There's another one I've been playing recently that's sort of like you combined a Bullet Heaven game with... Uh, Something like a Slay the Spire or Peglin, where you've got individual stages and you're trying to plan ahead on the chart. Tell me more. Uh, it is called Wedding Witch. It is mildly not safe for work, because it is a title that has some elements to it. And what happens is, you are the titular Wedding Witch. You are trying to collect Oh my god, potions. this is the most fucking TikTok ad of a trailer I've seen. I didn't actually see the trailer. It just came up in discussion with a friend, and so I picked it up during the sale. Um, Holy shit, that is a tick that's just a TikTok ad, straight up. Yeah. But the interesting thing is that as you go through, you are picking up a selection of three potions after each level, and those will allow you to open up new skills that you can get. Your weapons are spells, your passives are you can just get passives infinitely. There's no limit on them. I see. And the second thing is you have a bouquet. So you always have a weapon for free. It is the bouquet. It swings in front of you. You can pick up additional flowers for it in each stage if you beeline for where those are. And they can have effects like turn your bouquet's damage into a specific type, which maybe you've gotten some passives or potions for to buff. Or it can be uber passives like plus 100 HP and a 10 second regen. Or maybe it widens all your attack range. Or you start leaving behind a trail of fire behind you. Things like that which are real run changers and can segue with your powers or might just be, screw it, this is a really good buff and I'm going to take it. And then there's the whole angle where the potions you're getting are putting you down one of six trees. And if you ignore the names on them, which we're going to for this discussion, uh, there are things like area magic or explosions, curse magic. And so it lets you focus on what kind of a build you want to go for, but 
maybe some games you don't get the potions you want, so you need to learn, well, if I take one level in this tree, if I get a crap selection, that also opens me up to faster attacks, so maybe I want to grab that on a dead level. And so that's how the strategy starts working over time. It's pretty good. That does sound pretty good. I am interested. Like most Bullet Heaven games, it's five bucks, so worth giving a shot to if you are willing to deal with the fact that it is somewhat lewd in nature. I mean, I have no problem with that. I think I think my meme is still valid in Steam, where I think Sakura Clicker is my most played game. It is not my most played game, but I'm also disgusting like that. I mean, that's fair. It's also not like a good clicker, so I wouldn't expect you to have had time in it. Oh, I I messed with it once because I was given free DLC for it at some point, but... Have we talked about... We have not talked about the curse of my Steam library on a recording yet. Oh, your new curse that you put upon yourself? Oh yeah, I've been slowly cleaning it up. So, um, there's a script you can run, which claims every piece of free DLC for games you own. And that's the kind of thing where, like, hey, maybe they put out a soundtrack ages later and you just weren't informed, or maybe there was some little piece of fan DLC. You know, things like that. If you misconfigure that script, it will claim every free item on Steam for you. Oh, no. So, um, there's about 13,000 of those. Oh, no. And they're all in my library. I've slowly been removing them, the ones that I don't want, because the problem is I have the sort of personality where I don't want to prejudge something, so I'm looking at every one of these, and for a while, I was trying to sort them into actual categories. But the issue is, once you get over... uh. 19,000 items, and probably less, in your Steam library, uh, the Steam client starts crashing. Gee, I wonder why. So I've been uh, removing those slowly, but I'm going through everything and either right-clicking and removing from account, which has to be done one at a time. You can't batch remove those. I checked. But also, I'm going through and going, oh, there's actually some good games in here. And... Uh, there's a lot of idle games, not a surprise. But on Fair. the other hand, I have... Let's just look at... I had to make whole new categories for this. Like, I have almost a thousand games that require VR that are just free. That tracks. Uh, VR was kind of just like the new, like, we like trash, trash pile for a while. And there's some of them where it's like, okay, yeah, sure, that that makes sense. But then I get to... Where's the one? Nuremberg, VR Dict of Nations. Oof. Edvidia, VR Funhouse. Where's the car one? There was a car one. Uh, Red Bull Doodle Art, Global VR Gathering. Ready Player One, Oasis Beta. Oh, jeez. Yeah, uh, I'm just scrolling through this category right now. Surgeon Simulator VR, Meet the Medic. Okay, Star sure. Wars, Droid Repair Bay. Okay, yeah, heard of that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trapped with the Dolls VR. Not all of them are good. 
Versailles VR, the palace is yours. Okay, sure. Here's a bunch in a row. VR Construction Lab. VR Cops. VR Flush. VR Health and Safety Trainings for Industry. <laughs> VR Therapist. What is VR Therapist? I don't think I remember this one. I just found it. Oh, there we go. <laughs> oh, no. This is... It's listed as a different thing on the Steep store than it is in the library. If I go to the actual store... It's Quit Smoking VR Therapist. Oh, interesting. <gasps> oh. There we go. VR Nissan 3. That's what I was looking for. I knew there was a car one in here. I like how it's specifically Nissan 3. Well, yeah, that's who paid. That's fair. Yeah, I was trying to find the car. Oh, Muvla VR, if you want to get into the weirdest, most esoteric visual novel. I already have the non-VR ones. But how much have you ever wanted to be in the actual meat of Muvlove? Love? Not the, not the cutesy part, but the part where it reveals its sick underbelly to you. And pilot the mechs yourself. Uh, I don't know, because despite having kickstarted it, it has sitting in my library unplayed. Well, I have it, and it's been shut down, because I can tell since it has the black banner of any game that's been removed from sale. Let's oh, just see. Click the, store. Click the store page? Yeah, it takes me back to the main page. I have some of those. I have a whole category of those now. I'm not surprised. See, um, another thing is, a lot of things that were removed from sale still list themselves as free-to-play, so the script added them. Oh, that's interesting that I was able to get around it like that. Yeah, if somebody didn't pull them completely from the store and just hid them, I have that. Oh, there's the library crashing again. So my Steam client's going to take a second. <laughs> I like that you're just at the point where you've just fucked your Steam client for for this. Okay, here's the thing. I have always been on the edge of that. I got to the point where before they did a back-end overhaul, around 3,000 games for a while, and trying to look at my Steam profile would literally crash phones and make most browsers hang. That's crazy. Now it's better, but also I'm at... So free-to-play games don't count for your library. So Steam says I have 7,400 games. My library says I have... 17,400 games. Uh, everything chokes a lot. Yeah, but I have, like, 2,000-something. Anyway, let me just see what happens if I try to... Yeah, my most played game is still Dinner Date at 1,951 hours. I Dinner Date must be hiding a dark secret or something. Well, you have to become the subconsciousness of Julian Luxembourg. Huh. Uh-huh. That's the subtitle of the game. Uh-huh. Honestly, my top five games on Steam just portray a very dark story. Run me through this dark story. Okay. Dinner Date, almost 2,000 hours. Uh, Team Fortress 2, 1,230 hours, all achievements. Oh, wow, that's impressive. Warframe, 1,140 hours, uh, 177 out of 193 achievements. That's 
pretty impressive for Warframe. Yeah. Uh, Demon Crawl, 960 hours, uh, 168 out of 181 achievements. That's the Minesweeper one? Yep. Yep, that tracks. And DC Universe Online at 624 hours with only 62 out of 202 achievements. That's wild. You just recently picked that up again, too, didn't you? I did. And then I found out that, oh boy, it has changed a lot since I last played it regularly. Is it just more of like the pay-to-win stuff? No, no, it was it was in some of that space when I played it. I subscribed, so I got the free currency, upper limits, etc. at the time. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. big thing is they have overhauled how it plays multiple times over since I was at the cap. Oh, no. Like, there's now combined weapon systems. So you need to get multiple trees worth of weapon skills because the point creep just kept going as you got more right. achievements. And so now you can actually combo between different weapons and sub-weapons. So maybe you want to keep multiple things up to date on gear. It's sort of like a sicko version of the FF14 cross-class system. That's true. Now introducing Pictomancer. Let me date this recording. Eh, it's fine. Nobody needs to figure that out unless they do the math on what Pictomancer is. I'm going to be honest, I heard what that was, and I just thought that they were making some kind of P-Cross-based gameplay. I thought it was a fucking meme until I looked at looked into it. I went, surely this can't be real. But no, it, it was real. It was real. Oh, also, to put some of the disgustingness of those hour playtimes in... There is a game... On Steam, it is a very casual game. It is called Everyday Genius Square Logic. It is a very cheap, very simple math game that is very relaxing. Thousands of puzzles to clear. Uh, I have every achievement for clearing every puzzle in that game. It took me under 200 hours. Go back to those other counts above. Jesus. Yes. My counts are much more um, reasonable, but also just depressing looking at them. Mm-hmm. So my top five is um, The Old Republic, the Star Wars MMO, at um, mm-hmm. 547 hours. Nice. Um, then Fancy Star Online 2, um, New Genesis, at um, 167 um, hours, mm-hmm. um, which I don't really like. I, I, I hate New Fancy Star Online 2. I don't think it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, NGU Idol at 140 hours. Uh, I have 500 in that. Yeah. Well, y- you play those games to completion. I do. Um, Jupiter Hell at 131 hours. Nice. And then Tabletop Sim at 123. Oh, that's good, though. That just makes it sound social with other people. Yeah, no, probably not. <laughs> um, then it's like then it's like Boulder's Gate three at one hundred and eleven, Soccer Clicker at one hundred eleven, and then Warframe at uh, seventy four. Hmm. I'm still upset that I can't merge my Warframe accounts in the way that I want because I did that transfer over to Switch that one time free thing. Oh no, that sucks. Yeah, so like if you did 
if you didn't do that, it would merge, like, all of your items and stuff, so you wouldn't lose those. Mm-hmm. But now I can just designate one platform to be the main platform, and then that overwrites everything else. Oh, crap. And so I play, I have a, I have a lot of, like, um, PlayStation Warframe stuff that's different from my PC account, so it's, it's awful trying to figure out which account to keep. Yeah, I looked out and I never did crossplay on that with my account, but I also stopped just around Railjack and I have never felt the urge to go back in yet. That's fair. Railjack was it. Railjack was my limit on what I was willing to grind. That's Especially fair. because launch Railjack sucked. I don't remember too much of Railjack to be honest. I haven't played like super recently or super a lot in like Got it that much amount of time. Oh, also, just because it is incredibly funny, I had to make a category for games that have been shut down. I'll probably remove these, but I'm going to keep some of them because they're funny in my library. Here are some of the things that have been straight up yanked, no store page anymore from Steam. Rip Marvel Heroes. Uh, that's on there too. Uncharted Waters Online. Do you remember the uh, Toei strategy game? Yeah, that's that had a whole online thing. Three Kingdoms 2018 and Three Kingdoms Builder. RuneScape Idol Adventures, which is somehow not Melvor Idol. I can't believe they took away Three Kingdoms. I would have thought that would have just lived forever. Oh, there's another one that's actually uh, Three Kingdoms Builder, which is a game you can pay for and it has a lot of different DLC to allow you to import different heroes or campaigns to work with as engine titles. Of course. Yeah, I have that one too. Uh, Realm Engine Virtual Tabletop. Let's see here. Where's the other... There's a couple of these that are really fun. Night Dive Advertising App. Okay, sure. Uh, Might and Magic Showdown Paint Workshop. Okay. Magic the Gathering Tactics. There's one that I'm sure nobody remembers. I think I actually remember that one. Hey, do you remember Cliffy B's Lawbreakers? I do, unfortunately. Well, that's also in the shutdown category. Uh, there was Jagged Alliance Online. Yep. Heroes of Soulcraft. Hawkin! Hawkin is one that'll take you back. Oh, that does take me back. Ghost in the Shell standalone complex first assault. Oh, yep, the the Ghost in the Shell CSGO. Mm-hmm. Fear Online, as in F-E-A-R, the uh, tactical shooter yep. with ghosts. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, the original Dungeon Fighter Online release. Oh, yeah. Dogs of War Online. Uh, a second shutdown RuneScape game, Chronicle RuneScape Legends. Cool, cool. America's Army 3. Aha, uh -huh, yep. Age of Conan Unchained. No, I think that's still going. No, 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 this was the earlier build where it was US version, because they hadn't unified all the realms. Of course. Oh, yeah, that just makes me want to complain um, about how Secret World was ruined and it was one of the greatest games ever and then they fucked it up. I... Fuck you, Funcom. I bought that. That's Our original Secret World was so good. I love that game. 
Oh, and did you know there was an Astro Boy online game? No. Astro Boy, Edge of Time, that's in here too. It was probably awful. Oh, I'm just going to show you a screenshot and you'll see what Iran looked like and you'll understand everything. Please show me. <laughs> what is any of this? <laughs> Astro Boy! No, no, no. <laughs> there is a titty milf staring at Uran who is just in a glowing you pink suit with Astro's hair. It's great. What the fuck is that expression on that lady? <laughs> anyway, so I have to ask Sybil, because I assume you're this kind of person. Um, okay. City of Heroes, uh, the whole, like, license being transferred over for the fan servers. Yeah. Are, are you going to start playing again? I'm not, because I never liked how it played. Oh, that's fair. I would have thought you would have been big into it. Hey, hey, here's something funny. It actually says you have this game on your wish list, the Astro Boy game. <laughs> Do I really? Yeah, I'll take a screenshot. I mean, I believe it. <laughs> Sometimes I just click things, you know? Well, apparently before this went down, you clicked things. I don't know how to feel. Oh, I do have that on my wish list. That's you! That, that <laughs> is indeed me. Oh, I would not have expected that. I I stopped looking at those somewhere around 5,000 into this project. That makes sense. But yeah, So you say you don't do a lot of idle games, or do you just do them casually? More casually, and I keep forgetting to, like, keep them running and stuff. Got it, got it. Like, at some point, I would like to go through and complete one to see what that looks like. Mm hmm Well, the easiest version of that is always just go to Cookie Clicker, because those... That has an end. That genre, the Cookie Clicker clones, are just so basic that they get to the end when you just top out the numbers. I, I have kind of wanted to, like, do, like, just, like, the cookie clicker experience to its logical conclusion. I'd say if you're not picky, it's worth doing once. That's fair. Because it's very casual. Cookie clicker is one that you can just leave alone for a day or five and go from there. Right, I might do that again. I don't know. Also, did you see the wild thing where, like, that UFO robot uh, Grandizer game got a release on Steam? That makes no oh, sense yeah, the to one me. from Microids. Yeah. Yeah, like who. I, Microids. It just confuses me that it exists. Okay, but the thing is, Microids is the most budget company imaginable. If you give a license to Microids, you are going to hell. Are you aware of what they've put out? Oh, they're the flashback to people. Yeah. Oh, I should have looked into this before I said words. Oh, yeah. Microids are where you send a game that you do not care about. The Smurfs license has been with them from ages, so you can currently play, released November 2nd, 2023, The Smurfs 2, The Prisoner of the Greenstone. With your crack team and the help of the Smurfomix, liberate the village of the Smurfs from the grip of the Greenstone. Welp. Do you know what this game plays like? No. Tell, explain. Tell me. Okay. Well, you see, it is this thing where uh, they invented an entirely new race that you have to have because Gargamel's not it. So by 
tapping into the green stone, which is something that Handy Smurf did for an invention, he unleashed the Stolas, who are a weird conspiracy that are trying to destroy the world of the Smurfs. So you have to go through generic worlds that are in no way related to the Smurfs because they're an asset factory explosion. Mm-hmm. And then team up with Handy Smurf, Brainy Smurf, Dimwitty Smurf, and Smurf Storm, as well as Gargamel, to stop these Stolas. This game has 88% of the 27 user reviews for this game are positive. Yeah, that happens. Inspector Gadget, Mad Time Party. Did you want to play Mario Party, but it's Inspector Gadget? You can do that. I mean, honestly, like, people probably would want to play that. Have you seen the Mario Party spinoffs? Smurfs Cart. Who will be the fastest Smurf in town? That is the question you will need to answer in this dynamic kart racing game in the world of Smurfs. Well, see, this one doesn't work because they already have Garfield Kart. Oh, this is the same company that put out Garfield Lasagna Party, which is Mario Party, but Garfield. Also very good. Oh, but what about Noob, the factionless? I mean, why stop there? You were mentioning how these are the people who did the recent flashback game. That's not the only 16-bit revival. You're looking at the new Joe and Mac, aren't you? New Joe and Mac Caveman Ninja or VR-supported Operation Wolf Returns First Mission. Oof. (gasps) Every license that nobody cares about ends up in the hands of microids who give someone 20 bucks and a can of Boss Coffee to put out the game. Did you remember recently there was an Arkanoid game that was Tetris 99 but never had a player base, so it's mostly bots? No. Oh, that actually sounds kind of good, though, because I like Arkanoid. Well, good news. There's a free-to-play version of Arkanoid Eternal Battle, or you can play $20 for the actual full one with campaign. Well, I'm not going to pay $20. Well, maybe. Yeah, you shouldn't, especially because it goes on sale for like 4 bucks regularly. It has a campaign, though. It does have I'm, I'm the sicko that plays Call of Duty for the single-player campaigns. I'm sorry, this is a bad year for you. I haven't done it in a while. Marsupalami, Hoob Adventure. I bet you haven't heard the name Marsupalami since the 90s. I don't think I've ever heard that name. Oh, it was uh, one of the few licensed cartoons that Disney did for the TV back in the era. I don't remember it at all. Marsupalami ran alongside Bonkers, the comedy cop. No, I remember Bonkers. Yeah, this was the same era. Mar- what is it? Marsupalami. M-A-R-S-U-P-I-L-A-M-I. Oh, that thing. Yeah, the one that everyone confused with Bonkers. I didn't confuse it with Bonkers. I vaguely remember this now. That's weird. Usually, like, my my 90s cartoon knowledge is on point. Hey, did you want a Who Wants to Be a Millionaire game? Released Uh, in October 2020? No, I'm good. I love looking through the uh, Microids catalog because it will make you so sad. I do need a new game to play, though. I finished Alan Wake 2 for as much as I want to finish Alan Wake 2. I'm not going to immediately do New Game Plus, which is just playing the game again. Uh, there's a little more to it. I know there's a little bit more to it, but it's mostly just playing the game again, and I saw the credits once. That's good enough for me. Hmm. 
and I need something to fill the void between now and Like a Dragon 2, um, Ichiban fights a giant shark. I'm sorry, you mean Like a Dragon 8? No, I mean Like a Dragon 2 in the U.S., because we called it Yakuza before 7. Uh, no, according to my library, the category those are all under is Like a Dragon. Okay, that's a user-made category that you made. Oh, did you know there was also a free-to-play game that they put out called Streets of Kamurocho, which was just hacking Kiryu, Majima, and Ichiban into uh, into Streets of Rage? They did that's that. That's sick. Yeah, that's in my library now, too. Yeah, I don't know. I've been trying to do things other than manage the massive Steam library. That's also how I got into Idle Wizard recently. That sounds like that could be good. Uh, ever since I capped out Evolve Idol, which is probably one of the best games of the genre. Mess with it if you haven't. What was it? Evolved? Evolve Idol. It is a browser-based game. Oh, well, looking, up, looking it up in Steam won't help me then. Yep. But Evolve Idol is the concept of you take a race of critters, and these races can go from plant-based life, to fungus, to various types of humanoid critter, to fantasy creatures, etc. over time. And you build up a civilization, and you maybe conquer, maybe diplomatically team up with, maybe just ignore your neighbors on the world in other nations, and slowly push out towards the stars and see other things. And that game goes places that are really quite something. Interesting. Uh, around around the first time you accidentally open a portal to hell during interstellar travel, you'll start asking yourself what you're in for. Sick. And then when you get near the end and have done enough levels of challenge... There is an entire second campaign of the game designed for veterans called the True Path. So on your next reset, you just go into the challenge list and it'll go, do you want to do the True Path? And the True Path remixes the entire game and adds new systems that are only in the True Path. So when you are getting towards the top, there is just suddenly a whole second game in it. It is New Game Plus for an idle game. That's wild. Yeah, it's great. Some might say that's innovation. Some might say it's disgusting, but I am very glad this game does not track hours played. Oh, okay, you probably have so many. It's also a good one in that it doesn't run offline, but what it does is reward you for keeping it offline by, when you return to it, giving you double time for up to eight hours of storage. So, being offline is good for your actual campaign. I, I think I maybe played this, because I clicked on it, and it just put me into, like, a game. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, also, eventually you can make your own custom race out of the DNA of any species you've completed a run with. Yeah, I don't remember that species stuff. I just got, like, people and, like, got, like, cottages and shit. So, uh, I'm just sitting here looking at the fact that I have, uh... The Gexen people? Take a wild guess what my custom race is. Uh, it's the Gexen. Mm-hmm. And the Gex all, people. All of the planets in the solar system are named after different stages. I did that. 
Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. But I went from that into Idle Wizard recently, and that's because one of my favorite games in the genre that I've never been able to forgive is Realm Grinder. Did you play with Realm Grinder? No. Realm Grinder was a game that was from the Flash era. It was Congregate. It was... Okay. It ran on a very minimalist UI, but it had a very interesting concept to start with. In an era where Cookie Clicker was, like, the thing everyone cloned, Realm Grinder started out and said, here are six races, and they are on a spectrum from most micromanagement heavy to least, a.k.a. the most idle-friendly. And so you would pick from one of those, and they all had their own structures, and as you did runs, you would get meta progression through, well, you've cleared this goal, and this was one of the first ones that had achievements, which would also start giving you currency to use as builds, and eventually you realized there were hybrid races, so there were more races to unlock that had their own progression paths, and each of them has various strengths and weaknesses. Each of them has challenge runs you can do to get further builds and progression for further runs. And then Realm Grinder went and created one of the worst UI redesigns I've ever seen in an idle game. Which is impressive, because it's an idle game, and the UIs are already bad. Realm Grinder was a game where some challenge runs involved can you get on the most micromanagement-heavy species, from zero to a specific hurdle in 30 minutes. And this involved a lot of careful play, or coming back when you'd, like, really, really boosted your fucking meta-currency, so your numbers were just obscene. But basically, you busted your hump, and you had to do a lot of precise APM for this, and when you have a very basic screen that's just click these things on a basic colored background, that's easy. When the game has designed a custom town layout UI that varies by race, so you can't even learn the consistency and you have to get familiar with each specific race, and the buildings also have, like, generic things meant for flavor that do nothing. It's not good. It actually makes the game a lot harder to play. Sounds like it. So Idle Wizard is very clearly based on the design ethos of Realm Grinder because it is a game where you are a wizard and you start out as an apprentice where the only thing that your class does is give you the longer you play the character, the more you get a casual boost to income. And then you can take on a pet. And your combination of pets can help you unlock classes of wizard. And so once you unlock one for the first time, once you change to it, it's unlocked forever. Great, you can do it on any further run, so you don't have to do it every time, start from zero and unlock the things. But what you want to do is start unlocking those quickly because you will realize if you have played Realm Grinder, every type of wizard is designed around the kind of thing that Realm Grinder did where each race had a niche and some of them were more micro-heavy and some of them were idle-friendly. 
And so you start developing synergies between pets who help a certain race or class out. And then you get to challenges, and then you get to trials, and then you get to the part where you can start sending expeditions out and crafting alchemy. And then there's Idle Wizard is Realm Grinder keeping the convenient UI from the old days where it's very minimalist, giving you things to do, letting you choose how sicko you want to get with it overall, and designing a much more involved version of itself to the point that there are three tiers of classes and they all tell you what they're made out of and how you unlock them and you start doing it and that's before you get into the part where your meta progression will eventually unlock attributes to develop your character which maybe you want to reset them every run maybe you want to keep them because you always like certain skill set and it just keeps going it's great it's it's the sicko shit it's what i've been messing with right now that does sound like the sicko shit. I, idle games are fucking crazy. I don't mm-hmm. know how how it got there, but it's a really wild thing. Oh, yeah. I am very, very barely into Idle Wizard. I only have 7.5 hours open, because this is one of those games that does a lot of idle stuff where you can just do it while it's offline. I am at 15 out of 80 achievements, but... Under 40% of players unlocked attributes, which is something that I thought you got pretty quickly. Whoop. It's great. Sure, we'll go with great. Mm-hmm. But I have, I have so many idle games now that I have to mess with. Or at least look into to see if they're worth anything. Like, how many do you just have open at a given time? One. I will only ever focus on one at a time. That seems even more wild, to be honest. I don't know. I feel like if I were trying to mix and match the mechanics in my head, it would screw with me so bad. Maybe. That's fair. But, like, there are so many on Steam alone. Just on Steam. Not even things where you have to look out. And I love the weird ones. So there's a few of these that I want to see again. Have you ever played the granddaddy of sicko idlers, Sandcastle Builder? No. Sandcastle Builder is a game that I love the concept of and hate to play more than anything. Sandcastle Builder is a game that is based on a weird experiment the XKCD guy did where he just... That's... uh, I looked it up and I'm like, why does this look like XKCD? Yeah. uh, Apparently at one point in time, he did a thing where for a year... He slowly just built out day by day this little picture of a widescreen, complete uh, browser-stretching sandcastle. And it just slowly built up over time. So, Sandcastle Builder starts from that, and it's based on in-jokes and long-time series stuff, and it's by XKCD fans, which already kind of a negative, never really jived with that, even if I think it's funny at times. But Sure, sure. That's, uh, it's getting to like some Homestuck-level shit. Oh yeah, this, this game is some Homestuck-level shit, because the first tier of the game 
you're just building sandcastles, and maybe your sandcastles turn into glass, and that turns into silica. Anyway, that's how you build things up. You're just doing nothing but sand. But then you get to where all of your stuff is at infinite level. You have infinite sand, which can make infinite glass with enough production, which can make infinite... And then you have to start getting negative infinites. You need to start creating and unmaking all of the things you have. And that's when you get into the mirror realm, and then you use that, and you've broken time and space, and your resets are no longer just resets. They're like molipses or something. I forget what the name is. And that's when you start going to Tier 2. And when I last played it, there were four tiers, and every time you hit a new tier of progression, the entire game shifted the whole structure. The whole game was a paradigm shift every time. That was years ago. I don't know if they continued to develop it. I don't know if there's a Tier 5 or a Tier 6 now. But I hit the top of that, and that is the most... If you don't have a wiki idle game ever, you will not progress in that. The leaps of logic you need are actual schizophrenia. It sounds like it. Let me see if I can just find a really good description. What about you? What are your thoughts on these? On idle games? I don't know. I think they're fun to poke at. Yeah. I've never really, I don't think I've ever really got like two into one where like, I've looked at, like, wikis for progressing and stuff. Yeah, uh, is there a guide to Sandcastle Builder that actually makes sense to regular humans, asked someone two years ago. And the first comment is, I cannot imagine playing it out in game time. You would always be rereading an entire guide just to remember what you are supposed to be doing. I was only able to fully explore the entirety of the game by using some income script shortcuts to skip time gates and get to the next thing, and even then it took months. That's awful, but sounds amazing in concept. Yeah, literally nothing will happen for 30 minutes or longer, but it also expects you to click rotunda kitties randomly that occasionally appear and disappear uh, hundreds of times to get the things you need to progress, and that's tier one. That's wild. You could absolutely miss how the whole thing works for ages. It's sick. It's, it's sick. It's something. Oh no. Oh no. The oh, person no, what? who created the game opened a Discord eventually and apparently that's where everything happens now. It's like, nope. Nope. That's where I tap out. I am not going to a Discord for an idle game. That, yeah. uh, Discord is used for so many things it shouldn't be used for at this point. Yes. Discord is not a wiki. Discord is not a website. Discord should not be an archive of anything. Exactly. Discord is not GitHub. That, that's true. Do not make me file a bug report with you on Discord in a channel. Exactly. Yeah, Discord should not be used for any sort of, like, service ticket type thing. Man, wikis suck, though. Thanks, fandom, for ruining wikis. Uh, you know, there's Breeze Wiki, and there are some fandoms that do try to... Nope. There are. You want to know how I know this? Because I fucking got recommended a YouTube video about 
about it and the whole horrible things of fandom and all of like the weird like steps you have to take to try to break free of that. Oh yeah. It was fascinating. Yep. Yeah, I, I keep a couple of extensions installed just to make sure that if there is a better wiki, I go there. Yeah, man, I, I wish there was better wikis for things. I wish there was a better common Rider wiki, TBH. Yeah, but also, that's... You know, not not that you know I'll ever record an episode of that podcast again, and no one who's on that show listens to this, so they'll never know I said this out loud. Ha! <laughs> sure, but on the other hand, we're also talking about a fandom where people argue based on random translations that are 12 years old, also which true. are probably not that accurate because of the group that did them. And yet there are going to be arguments about maybe someday, like Ultraman, we'll get some English love, but... Uh, I doubt it. Uh... uh <laughs> It sucks being a common Rider fan, especially... Uh, how, how's that Kuga manga coming? <sighs> I don't know. I honestly don't know. I have been disappointed about that ever since the Fudo P.I. debacle. What was the Fudo P.I. debacle? I don't remember this off the top of my head. Funimation makes a big push, and... Oh shit, that's right, they did make a big push for that. Oh, was that like, yeah, right they when made... the buyout happened, though? That's exactly it. They made a big push and gave that center stage at a panel of announcements for the upcoming year. That was where the thing got announced, and they're like, it's coming to the West. And then Funimation got bought by Crunchyroll and Sony. And then that series came out to die. And everyone kind of presumed, oh, well, the fact that this is getting a big push means they'll bring the manga out, and maybe they'll put the Blu-rays out. And then we got one set of Blu-rays, and it was only the newest series at the time. Yeah, we got a Zero-One Blu-ray set, and then we got Ryuki somehow. Oh, no, no, no. You're forgetting that the Zero-One set had the fucking time codes from the TV baked in. Because that was the masters they gave them. <sighs> Amazing. Beautiful. Because they didn't want people reverse importing a single box set that would have been cheaper from the same Blu-ray region. That's true. Off the so, check, yeah. I, I wonder if the Ryuki Blu-rays are just as bad. Uh, they didn't give them the TV sets. Probably because they didn't have those in HD Masters. Which, like, I, I know I know it's not true, but I feel like somehow DecaCast willed that into existence. Fuck it, why not? There has been such complete nonsense with this license in the West. Why not just tell yourself you're the reason? It has to be. Like, that's what we were covering at the time, and then just, that's the series they choose? I mean, I feel like it's the fact that it's one of the ones that has almost nothing of note about it. There's no big actors they have to pay the rights for. Oh, that's fair. They don't have a gacked theme song. I suppose that's fair. Ryuki, it exists, trademark. That's true. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's really depressing, especially because, again, the Ultraman stuff has had hiccups. There have been a couple of those with flaky translations or rough quality masters but 
at least they kept coming out. That's you true. can get, I think, the entirety of Ultraman in English now on Blu-ray, with the exception of the cartoon that never had HD Masters. Right, but you can get it. Yeah. Did you know, listeners, that there is an Ultraman equivalent of Star Trek the Animated Series, the 70s one? Yeah. And it's available. Yeah, I think pretty much everything is available. And I also think, like, weirdly, if you were to just, like, sicko buy them all, it wouldn't even break the bank that much. Um, until this last week when they yanked all of it from their stores and uh, website, Best Buy ran really deep discount sales on the steelbooks of those Ultraman sets. I hate like, those. Regular. I hate those steelbook boxes, though. They're I know so you bad. had a busted case. Yeah, I I've had pretty good luck with mine. It's not even the busted case. It's just the discs are so fucking stuck in them. I didn't have that issue. Like I I think they might have fixed it with the later ones, but like for the first one specifically, like it felt almost like breaking the disc pulling them out. I've got all of them sitting in one of these media crates within reach. I need And by within crates. reach I mean I have to like shuffle them around to find the one that has the Blu-rays. Sir, I I need to get crates for my media. That sounds like a good a good form of storage. Uh, it is until you get to a certain point, because I have 13 of these just sitting over here, and it's impossible to see what's in them from the outside. Oh, that's the downside. And they're stacked up, so I have to pull things out of each to do it. Well, see, th then you just get a label maker and you label it. Oh, fuck, I should just get a label maker. Yeah. Actually, that's a really good idea. Yeah, you should do that. They're like 20 bucks. Right, maybe I'll go to Office Depot later. Oh, and apparently I've just been called about book off and about selling a child. <laughs> That's good. You can't keep saying go. it like that. I can absolutely keep saying it like that because I literally sold the child. Y you did. That's true. Hey, remember back when Baby Yoda was just called Baby Yoda, but canonically the name of the Baby Yoda was The Child? from season one of The Mandalorian, when people were hot on it. Anyway, somehow a, like, three-foot-wide pop figure of that came into my possession, so I sold it. Pop figures were a mistake. Yeah, but massive pop figures were a bigger mistake. That's true, by the fact that they're massive. Mm-hmm. I understand this logic. Yes. So I'm going to have to go back over to Book Off and get my payment. Because they pay in cash. Oh, that's fancy. Mm-hmm. Also, just, like, jealous that you have a Book Off. My friend that goes to Japan gushes about Book Off all the time. And I'm like, that sounds great. Don't got that. Yeah, there's one in the uh, Little Asia district of San Diego. It's great. It's right next to an H-Mart, a Mitsua. Like, all of this is within two blocks. I, we, we, I do have access to a Mitsua up here. It's just slightly far, but it even, it even comes with its own bookstore and everything. It's great. Mitsua, Marukai, they have one little branch building that is nothing but weeb toys and things. If you just want to import Gunpla or random Pocky or whatever. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Gunpla, I got, um, I got like the, the single blade side cutters. They're so good. 
Yeah, yeah, I've had god hands for ages. It's not even god hands, it's just like the, instead of the two blade, the single blade, it's so smooth. Oh yeah, no, um, I think those, no, they're in the, they're in the living room right now. because I, they're I, being I, like, I somehow found the rec- recommendation for like these ones, I think they were maybe like 20 bucks, and they're amazing. It even came like pre-oiled and stuff. I only know that because yep. when I use them a bunch, oil starts coming out of them. Also, and this is a fun fact that will probably have no relevance to anyone's lives, uh, side nippers are great because if you need to take off the valve stems on tires, you can do it without being seen easily. I'm just going to back put that knowledge away. Yeah. Uh, make sure to cut at least two because most people only have one spare valve stem. Uh, how about you? What have your New Year's crimes been? I have resolutions related to that. Um, I don't think I've performed any, any crimes so far in the new year. I've performed crimes last year, but not in the new year. I have absolute frivolous goals that need to be done as part of my resolutions. We'll see how many I do. Like, I stole a rock from a beach last year that was, in theory, a crime, according to the posted notices throughout. Nice. Sometimes you just need a rock. Yeah, it was a nice rock. Mm Mm-hmm. I will not elaborate any further in case they're somehow trying to get after me. (laughs) For that $200 fine, $250? Rock snitches. Yeah. Today I said that I was going to play my first Tales game since Fantasia. What is your first Tales game since Fantasia? Zestiria. Have you considered re-evaluating that choice? I already own it, so I'm going to do that. You consider reevaluating that choice. It has Ava costume DLC, which I also own. Have you considered reevaluating the choice? But what else would I choose in the series? I haven't played any of the games that have skits, and I want to see what the skits are. They're famous. That's true. I, I, I guess it's fine. Sisteria is fine. I guess it's not the best, but it's fine. Yeah, I don't know. What What are your what are your resolutions? I don't know. I didn't come up with any. Oh, I made a big list, and then I made it a public post so I can, like, hold myself to it. Oh, is that on your... Is that on the, the co-host? It is. I should look at it, and maybe I will do a late list. Yeah! Oh, I, I was gonna... I did want to keep a record of games I beat this year, um, so let me just open Obsidian this week here, and then go yeah, the- 2024... Video games, beaten. The really frivolous Alan goal is to try Wake and two. All right, I did it. <laughs> uh, wrap a bunch of games I've had installed or been meaning to get through for ages, like Danganronpa one and two, which I've had installed on this computer for seven years. They're good. Uh, I, Kentucky I've had to Route eat my Zero. words on that, but they're good. Silent Hill one and two. I have no comment. I've never played a Silent Hill, so... Well, you see, I've got to try one of those before the Blooper Team remake just eclipses them. I I do want to complete more games this year. Yeah. I probably need to maybe finish Rabby Ribby still. I don't remember if I beat that or not. It depends. It depends about post-game. Did you clear the giant laser elemental fight? Yeah. That was like a three-stage nightmare. Because if so, you cleared the main game. Yeah, yeah, I cleared that. That fight was bullshit. 
Yeah, but it has the sickest music. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's fair. It's it just, I, I wish it had prepped me more about it, because I would have bought more items to use. Yep. Um, it, it checkpointed not the worst, though, if you died, though. Yeah, it, it did every phase individually. But then some of the last, it, it, like, it checkpointed your health, though, too, which was rough. Did it? I didn't recall that. Part. I think it did, because I remember having trouble with the last phase, because I had to start the fight with, like, a third of my health. Got it, got it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and clear out a bunch of old media and things that I've just been going. I'll get to that eventually. That's gonna be this year. I, I'm gonna play some Ace Attorney games. That's fair. You know what? Maybe I'll make it the year where I finally watch some anime. Not I'm for gonna a podcast. finish Fate Stay Night. I'm doing that. I mean, you're like you're already you're already in the middle of it though. That's probably possible. Yeah, I'm in the middle of Route One though. But the version I have has. All three of the first storylines. Yeah, and it even has like the like the route guide too. Yeah. My goal to just should be to just play more games I haven't played before rather than replaying games. See, I don't replay games unless it's for a podcast. Sometimes I, I have just too many play, games. Sometimes I just want to play games. Like I'm like, ah, I kinda wanna play Neo, so I started playing Neo again. Sometimes I just want to play. Let's scroll to a random part of my Steam library. You're never going to Space find Lines from the Far Out, Captain's Prologue. I don't know what this is, but it looks like Kerbal Space Program got drunk. I want to complete more games. I could play Spawn Kings. What the fuck is this? I don't know. I should not be clicking around this this library randomly because it's going to crash. It's probably going to crash, but also, there are just so many things that have the stupidest names. I could play Synthetic Hazard, which has a bootleg Death Stranding logo. What is this game? Oh, I should play Death Stranding this year. Oh yeah, I should also play Death Stranding. Oh, I think this might actually be trying to do a bootleg Death Stranding logo, even though it's not. This is just bad survival horror. Ah, the best kind. This is also a free-to-play, early-access game from 2020 that hasn't patched in possibly ever. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I can keep going for ages. I don't know how much longer you want to do this. That's true. I don't know. I don't think I have anything, like, super, super eventful to say. Gotcha! You didn't just come prepared with sicko everything. Yeah, I don't, ha I don't have a lot of sicko shit going on. I, I beat Alan Wake 2, and I'm trying to find a new video game to play. That's where I'm at. Ah, uh, hmm. There, what needs to happen is a new Super Robot Wars needs to come out, so I don't have to replay an older Super Robot Wars. Well, we're probably going to get some kind of announcement this year, but also they did say that, like, putting out one to three of those per year for... 20 years was taking decades off their life. I guess. I really appreciated the VTX saga, though. Oh, yeah. And, you know, 30 was a big experiment where they tried to break from tradition, and they said they're never doing that again. Uh, that's probably fair. Like, it was good, but some of the chaff was, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, 30 was the game that I had to put down for an entire year before finishing. Just waiting for all the DLC to come out? 
Uh, no, I stopped when DLC 2 came out because I didn't want to go through all the seven mission arc of unlocking the characters again. That's fair. I, I could use another one of those, though, so I, so I could play a new one and not have to replay a game. Well, good news. They have the uh, gotcha game. Not in English, though, and, like, that's a lot of effort. It is a lot of effort, but you can play as uh, Popoko and Pipimi. They're in there. That is pretty good. The Obari bot. And, and I Speaking am... of which, the Obari mecha series is coming out uh, this week, I think. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll yeah, watch it. Yeah, this season, this season of anime is hot garbage, but I have hope for that. Is, is it, what is it, 24, was it like winter season? Is that the season yep. we start on? That is the one we're in. I never really understood how we name seasons. Based uh, on the season. Alright, let's, live of me going through uh, my chart. Um, people said Furin was good. Oh yeah, but that's continuing from last season. Um, oh yeah. Well, I don't know how to get to just the new stuff. Oh, hide ongoing, okay. Um, uh, Shaman King, the sequel, is like in a, came out. I never watched a Shaman King. Uh, I mean, I can't say anything. I watched the Fox Kid one, so I don't know what I watched, really. Actually, let me see. Is that a Shonen Jump? Maybe I'll make that something I put on I think app. it was a Shonen Jump, yeah. Let's see here. I could just open that now, because all that updated today was Spy Family. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, the sequel, they're doing the sequel, Shaman King Flowers, that's getting the show this season. Oh, yeah, Metallic Rouge, there it is right there. Uh, Shaman King is not on the app, at least. Oh, you know what, I think, no, it should be, because it's a Viz property. That doesn't mean it's going to be on the app. Oh. Well. Not everything is, some of it's, some of it's because of content, they only put it on the web, but... I feel like Shaman King probably isn't content-locked. I wouldn't think so. It might just be uh, the original creator doesn't want it in digital. That's happened maybe. a few times. Well, I can recognize maybe like two things from this anime list for this season. Three. Sorry, three. Okay. And one of them, I think, is just an OVA, because I, I doubt Burn the Witch is actually going to be more than an episode. Oh yeah, that ep that has already aired. Well, that was one of the things I would watch. Yep, it was okay. That's it good. continues to be nothing more than the original four chapters. Yeah, which seems like a shame, because it seems like it could be sick. I feel like he's just been tied up in redoing the ending of Bleach for that adaptation. That's fair. The next, uh, the next chunk is gonna be good. We're at the tower. That means nothing to me. That means something to someone. We're at the tower. Yeah. Other than that, I don't know what the what the rest of these are. I know Soul Leveling came out, right? People people are excited for yeah. that thing. Uh, yeah. I I was wondering if I even wanted to try it. There's that there's just that kinda... dungeon cooking show. People are excited about that. Yes. That's basically the only good thing this season. And you know what? It's great, and the dub is better. Okay. It's Trigger adapting the perfect manga, and it has oh, a it bunch a of good actors in things. So that's that. That'll probably be good. That's true. Mm hmm. Um, it has one show that I was told I shouldn't look up. Ha 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 ha! I know which one that is. I didn't realize it was as recent as this season. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, uh I there's there's running bets over whether or not that's gonna get pulled from High Dive. I don't know. High Dive kinda just lets things ride a lot. Okay, but if anything is going to get the interspecies reviewer's treatment, it's that series. That's fair. It's apparently less censored than the manga. That's gross. Yep. We can probably call it. I don't know if I have anything else specific here. I'm clicking through the other Animu stuff to see if there's anything here. Oh, shit. <laughs> Seed Freedom movie this month. Hell yeah. I can't wait for that trash fire. Oh, yeah. That's that's happening. I am ready. I know it's going to be awful, but fuck it. I love me some Cosmic Era trash. Look, maybe you just want the Bobby Hill mecha. I, maybe I do. Gundam Seed Freedom. Look, Bobby I, I Hill know, got a pilot. I know that Seed is bad, and I know that Destiny is worse, but I still, I still love them both. Anyone who doesn't know how bad the art looks in that new one is not going to understand why I keep making King of the Hill jokes. It's just the one person. It's pretty good, though. I'm just saying, it has huge Hank of the Hill shitpost vibes. It does. Mowers and trimmers and mowers and trimmers and Gundams! But but I am I am a Gundam trash fan, so here we are. Look, I'll defend Victory. I get it. Yeah, but Victory maybe has some like things worth defending. I will say this. Every Tamino Gundam is worth watching. Are, are, are we sure? Every one. Name me one that doesn't. Hang on. I gotta look up one to make sure it's Tamino was on it. Okay. Okay, yeah, I, I, I guess you're right. I was looking Every up age, one. by the way. Oh, no, that wasn't him. That was the one I had to check. Anyone who tells you that you should skip a Tomino series is wrong. At what? least Gundam-wise. Now I'm curious what all the Tomino ones were. They were... 0079, Zeta, Double Zeta, Char's Counterattack, Victory, and... Uh, Turn A and Reconquista and G. Is Reconquista work watching? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Even if you don't want to watch it, watch it. Really? That's that's what the uh, ending uh, began pleading with you to do halfway through. Huh. It's great. Uh, maybe it's just I haven't looked up Tomino in a while. I didn't realize Tomino did like half of these shows. Pretty much the mainline Universal Century is all Tomino. It, no, it's all the... Like, non-Gundam stuff that I'm like, really? Oh, that was them? The Bison Wells saga? Yeah, just like... Are you the, looking at the, the latest Zambuckle, That No, Elgine makes sense. Elgine rules. Um, brain-powered. <laughs> brain-powered doesn't. Yeah. Look, I only know brain-powered from playing and not finishing... I think it was Super Robot Wars J, which was the GBA one. Or the licensed GBA one. Yeah, the GBA was a weird era for Super Robot Wars. Yeah. Really look back around in DS, though. 
I wouldn't know yet. Uh, it's the one that has um, Tekaman Blade. That's what I was looking for. Oh, got it. And Gagagar, but Gagagar's always sick. I should go back and watch some of these. I should watch more things this year. Yeah, you should watch anime for fun. That's a thing that I've tried to start doing. That seems so weird. I'm I... just going back into stuff from last season alone, and you know what? Shangri-La Frontier, really good. I've been told that's really good. I actually started reading the first chapter of the manga yesterday. I was very concerned that it was going to go a different direction than it was after the pilot, and then people told me, no, no, get back on it, and I did. No, isn't it just like, guy who's used to playing shitty games plays good game for once? Yep. And then, But it's I just, was worried it, they were going to throw out the shitty games part immediately and just turn into an isekai, and they don't. Oh. Gotcha, gotcha. No, I assume it's just kind of like an interesting look at playing a, a good game from a shitty lens. Also, the fact that it's basically just a fucking magical game. So, well, they, they all are. Yeah. But you know what? I'm okay with that again. I'm no longer burned out on that kind of shit. Alright, well with that, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you in two weeks with a normal episode of this. Maybe. Sorry again, things came up, but hopefully no one else gets invited to destroy a local game shop a second time. Yeah, you know, I assume after the first time you wouldn't be asked back, but who knows. There's probably a lot of local game shops. Uh, maybe. I guess it kind of depends on the area. It's a major city. Fair. And there's probably plenty. And there's probably plenty of fish in the sea. Keep that in mind for 2024, folks. Deep sigh. Bye. Bye.